Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers! We are back, baby. We are back and better than ever because this week the Lions are going for their first ever NFC North title. Wow. Just what? at least, I mean, they've won a division before, but they've never won the NFC North and it's since its inception. Um, they won, what was it called before? The NFC Central? Central. Right. Yeah. Central. Yeah. Um, but when they had the leather helmet, even then, they barely won like that. What did they win that once? So, hey. <laughs> It's been a long oh, time. A lot of championships back. That was legit. Um, Twelve and four for that year. It, the, the Lions Dude, have never had a playoff home I, game in my lifetime. We're gonna get into all that though in a moment. But before we do, let's introduce the Blue Kool Aid crew that is here. I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got UJ. Hello, Bob. Ho ho ho. <laughs> and Red Dog. Leo. All right, so gentlemen, yeah. the Lions are going to be traveling to Minnesota this week. Always a tough game up there for the Lions. Always a close game, it seems to. It seems like funny things happen up there every now and then. Um, but this is a Minnesota team that is not quite the same as when they started the season, mainly because Kirk Cousins uh, tore his Achilles. He's been out. And then they went through a Josh Jobs phase where he was good. For the first couple games, and he was horrible the next three, and then he bent. They benched him, and then good old Nick Mullins, our former backup slash third stringer that we cut before the season because of Hedden and Hooker, and now he has found his way um, from third string to starter for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, <laughs> and now, so a revenge game for him, if you will. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, sure, why not? Uh, he he played okay in his game last week against the Vikings. Uh, you know, against himself. I said he, what? <laughs> oh, against the Bengals. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he played okay against the Bengals uh, last Saturday. Made a couple of really dumb decisions. Uh, cost him a few points. Um, the worst of well, this is more not on him, but the, the Vikings had two third and ones to convert. Or they had two chances, third and one, unknown 40 in overtime. Could not get a single yard on two quarterback sneaks. Um, then the Bengals turned around and scored a touchdown to win. Or kicked a field goal to win. They um, couldn't push that tush. They they could not. They could not. You know, are, are you guys pro or anti the, the, the they call the brotherly shove that, that the Philly has made popular? I love it personally. I know. I do too. I think it's a marvel of human <laughs> physics. Uh, Other than back when... Uh, they did it when Reggie Bush was pushed against Notre Dame. That was bullshit. But, that was uh, kind of where it's I love it first kind of <laughs> game popularity, the pushing aspects, which technically was illegal, actually, at that point. Um, but now it's right, they've yeah. changed the rule where it is legal to push from behind. But do you really Anything watch that those close-ups, us... though? Their helmets are, like, on the ground. The offensive line, they're so low, man. I mean, it's just, it's a marvel. Oh, yeah. It's a marvel. And they get, like, two yards every time. Like Anything that makes the sport more violent, I'm for. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really. I mean, a lot of teams cannot do it. Uh, Philly is definitely unique uh, in that regard. Uh, yeah, they clearly practice that a lot. Um. So you know, now that we're talking about that game, I want to jump right into our very popular, famous segment that, of course, is entering the lion's den. And today we have. A very brave soul entering the lines then a Vikings fan. Uh, I believe he hails from Minnesota, you know, that state. Um, yeah, they have they have kind of an accent. I don't know if Danny does actually. Uh let's see in a moment here. Um but you know, let's let's have him enter the den. Uh Danny, just a warning or in and in children listening, you be warned. And the lines then could be violent. Um I don't know. It has an, I don't know. 
it, disembowelments have been known to yeah, it, it, it gets dirty in here. But anyways, let's enter the Lions then, and let's welcome Danny Dice to the podcast. Danny, welcome, and I hope I got your last name right. Yep, you got it. Pleasure to be right. here, fellas. So, Danny. In relation to Andrew welcome, Dice? Not that I know of. That oh, okay. UJ. Right. <laughs> He's talking about <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. Even, you know who that is? Oh, yeah. I remember this, Danny, do you know who that is? <laughs> no. <laughs> we have a generation gap here, UJ. Um, yeah, I'll say. Anyways, Danny, just why tell us a little about yourself. I don't know. Um, and w- and just tell us why the hell you are a Vikings fan. We don't understand. We will never understand. But maybe you can at least you know try to explain. Yeah, I grew up in Minnesota. That's pretty much all that goes on around here in the winter. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I grew up watching Joe Webb start a. Fishing in the winter, Danny. Do you go? Do you go ice fishing? Eh? Are you Irish? Do you like? Do you like put a little hole in the ice and drop the line in and catch a lunker? Yeah, I like ice fishing. Out there with you. I'm a true oh, Minnesota yeah. boy. I don't know what to tell you. Oh yeah, I love, love that. Yeah. <laughs> do you eat uh, eat lutefisk while you're out there? I have. Don't like. Oh boy. <laughs> Sounds nasty. How is it? Salty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know how to catch catch fat catfish at night? I do not. Something I need to learn how to do. Oh, that's kind of blowing my mind. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna rein this in a little bit. So, Danny, um, the Vikings. Just what do you think about them this year? Um, do you think this is going to be a playoff team? And uh, yeah, do you think this is going to be a playoff team? And how how much has the Kirk Cousins effects affected this team in being out for the year with Achilles? Um, I'm going to be honest; they're a better team than last year, but they their first round exit for sure if they make it. Um, that Kirk injury absolutely killed us. Wait, are, are we? I thought you said this was a Vikings fan. Are you sure? <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. He's I just being realistic. By He's being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I hate realistic. You're just like, I, oh, we suck. Like, what is that? I don't know. Through the Josh Dobbs experience, I thought we were a Super Bowl team. So honestly, I see two good throws out of Mullins, and I'm thinking Super Bowl for sure. Is this modesty? Is this what this is? <laughs> is this like overly modest? Like, come on, man. No, I just had to watch a three awesome. to zero game against the Raiders last week. So. Oh boy. This is depressing incredible. me. Like. Uh, I mean, come on! Like, think about what that means, though. Your defense can lock people down. That, like, I'm defending your team right now. This is, yeah, like, yeah. What are you doing, Ryan? I'll let you do that for me. Judo on me. He's he's working judo. He's or something. He's using. He's just like, yeah. I don't know. That's I don't the care. sad thing, though. I mean, our Vikings team, our offense can get hot at any moment. We got all the weapons and everything, and that's what was carrying the team last year. Um, so now that we have a great defense with Flores, it's just. Just sad to see like Mullins constantly screw things up, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like uh, uh, former Lion TJ Hawkinson? He's having a good year for you guys. He's an He's, absolute he broke your, stud. He broke your uh, receiving record, I think, for tight ends. So that's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Has his blocking got any better? No. That's why we picked oh, up Josh God. Oliver, though. <laughs> but are you, were you were, were you pro the TJ Hawkinson trade? At the time, I thought it was a lot, but I think he's proved himself enough that, I mean, good teams have good players. You got to go get them. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the Do you like the fact receiver, that the Lions actually won that title. trade, though? Do you like the, that fact? Who'd they get? Jamison Williams. Well, it's more that we didn't have to overpay for a tight end, and now we have a better tight end on a rookie contract. I guess you did get a receiver disguised as a tight end, though. So I guess that is. So you used that pick to get Laporta? I didn't know no, that. No, I didn't use that pick to get Laporta. Um, <laughs> Freed it up. I, I'm just saying that we got rid of a more expensive tight end that wasn't quite as good as the tight end we end up going with going forward, which is Sam Laporta, and he's much cheaper. Yeah, I don't know. We had fun. <laughs> <laughs> good teams have good players. We went and got him. You never know what you're going to draft. Yeah. Oh, he's a great receiver. Yeah, he's fun to watch. 
Well, how how is this defense turning it around, around, Danny? Because th- this has been a horrible defense for a few years now, including last year. Um, and now they're one of the top units in the NFL, except for the second half of the Bengals game. Yeah, um, Brian Flores should win the MVP. He turned that defense down around on a dime. Um, yeah. Watching that Ed Donatel defense last year was just sad. And now you watch the Vikings team, and they're actually fun to watch when they're on defense. Just a different sport. Guys running around making plays. You guys had your, your defense was pretty good last year, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was Horrible. Not. That's what I was just <laughs> saying. Not good last year. Yeah. It was oh, like the I, worst I mean, in the like, league. It was us yeah. and you guys. That's why you were always in the one-score <laughs> games. Yeah. <laughs> well, who, who are some players that stand out on the defense? Obviously, Daniil Hunter. I, I think he's, what is he, tied for the lead in sacks in the NFL right now? Or is he He's up the there for up sure. Who else should we watch out for? A... Josh Metellus. He plays yeah, absolutely Metellus. every position on the field. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's the one to watch yeah, out for, for sure. He's fun to watch. Um, Harrison Smith still. Um, you got DJ Wanham on the other side of Daniil Hunter. He's had yeah. a great year. I don't know. A bunch of guys that were underperforming last year that now all of a sudden they're out there making plays. And uh, are you glad they didn't trade away Daniil Hunter like everyone was saying during the <laughs> trade deadline? I was on that trade him side, but really, I've seen him make a few plays that quickly changed my mind. I don't know. I'm a roller coaster of a Vikings fan. I'm up and down every single week. Gathering. Well, if the <laughs> if uh, you know if the Vikings are a first round exit, then maybe they should have traded Daniel Hunter because I don't know what are the odds. Do you think that he comes back next year? Do you think it's high, low? Yeah, I think it's pretty low. I don't know if we have the yeah. Money so in that case, they're losing him for nothing, I basically. Mean... Yeah, but at the yeah. time he signed him, he had That's... Kirk. We were, I think, we were one of the best teams in the NFL. That's fair. Kirk Kirk was looking really good uh, before he got injured. Probably the best he has since he's been in uh, Minnesota, arguably in his career. Uh, He's a bum. The pride of Holland, (laughs) Michigan. uh, Kirk's a great guy. He's all right. Uh, Daniel Hunter, by the way, tied for second in the NFL in sacks. Half a sack behind TJ Watt for the lead. Um, But this Minnesota defense also, I believe, blitzes at a 20% higher rate than the second closest team in the NFL, which I believe is the Giants, wasn't it? Uh, they they blitz nonstop. Is that that's my understanding, right, Danny? Yeah, I mean, depends week to week, but it's just a fun fun football to watch. There's yeah people coming from every direction. Have you been to the the uh, games up there in the new stadium? Yeah, I've gone to it. Looks like a nice atmosphere with the the horn and all that. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice new stadium. A lot of fun. I don't know, food's good. Less. Fear of roof collapse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the beats the outdoor stuff you used to have, huh? Remember that? I mean, watching football in the 60s, watching Bud Grant and the purple people eaters and all that, playing out in the cold, no no heaters on the sidelines, and they're all just wearing those coats, you know? Man, uh, you're really throwing back here, you Good old days. <laughs> Carl Ellard, Alan Page. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember Wait, that? this is even before, like, the Metrodome or whatever? <laughs> Like you're really going back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What year, like? What year frame is that? Like, what time frame is Probably that? Sixties, early seventies. Mm. Good old days. Yeah. It's so that's when people died game. more often <laughs> playing football. That's when no I. No one ever died back well. in those days, and no one ever had concussions back in those days either. We talked. You know, like they. You remember the wedge, the flying wedge on like kickoff return. They would actually like, or you probably don't, because there used to be a play on kickoff return where like everyone would just get together and link their arms in a giant mass of humanity and then charge like a wedge, and people literally died in these collisions because there was <laughs> so much humanity and just they were just and and like the league eventually like outlawed it out to great chagrin of like football purists. It's like that's the sport that this is that we're watching. Never been the same. That's real football. Nah. Yeah, that's yeah. It's been a steady decline <laughs> since, you know. <laughs> yeah, they they blitz at extremely high rate, uh, and they do it really well. And the, and I believe the Vikings defense since week six has given up fifteen fifteen point five points per game, which is leading the NFL. I, I, although I think that went up a little bit last week, so I'm not sure where they ranked. That was as of last week. Um, but either way, they've been playing really good. Um, but let, let's flip it to the offensive side now and ask you about that. Um, 
Nick Nick Mullins, do you have do you have faith against with him against this Lions defense? This resurgent Lions defense. They went through a little slump, but now they went back home last week, got their bearings. Um, they poured the cold water on Russell Wilson. Uh, completely dismantled the relationship between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson last week. You saw them screaming at each other on the sidelines. Anyways, is Nick Mullins going to get yelled at by Kevin O'Connell this week on the sidelines as well? Um, he made some absolutely boneheaded plays. Yeah, but he made also it. made some plays where it looked like he's competent and could lead a team to the playoffs. You mean he got lucky? So I'm just hoping he makes... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> maybe 30 for 34 or something 30 for 36 i think but two of them were just horrible red zone interceptions i don't know hard to tell that one game we'll give him a few more move on to jaron hall maybe if it's too bad mm. I mm. well i think uh, <laughs> uh uj do you have a question or no red dog you go, you go first you got a question yeah danny i got a question on a scale of one to ten, one being that you're being hunted by a whole clan of angry Vikings who want to disembowel you and put your head on a pike, um, and also uh, and ten being that <laughs> the Vikings will never win a Super Bowl in your lifetime. How scared are you of the Lions this weekend? <laughs> I'm going to win this game. 100%. And I think the Lions That's are the, the more question, talented team. I'll... Nice dodge. Nice dodge. <laughs> you know. I don't know whole head on the spike thing, but I think the Lions are more talented. I think Dan Campbell is the most boneheaded idiot in the world, and he will single-handedly lose this game what? for him. All right. <laughs> just like he did last year. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't want to hear it. That's just ignorant and rude. <laughs> Wow. Oh my gosh, man! That was a full frontal attack. That was like a major haymaker out of nowhere. He's all like, "I'm just reserved, Danny, and like my team's like tough, and like sometimes we suck right now." And then, ah, your coach is a dumbass. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Do you like out him? Of left field. Hey, he's awesome. If, if you think that, yeah. Danny, you're just not paying attention to what he's about. He, he make you you're falling right into the trap he sets for you. That's all I can say. If you if you think he's if you think he's a big dummy, then you're just you're gonna be really disappointed over the next ten years as we lose to a big dummy. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I don't know. All I could do is laugh on Thanksgiving, watch him go what zero for eight on fourth down against the Packers. I mean, he right. we don't get it sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. it, overall, Dan Campbell, by the way, expected points added for coaching. He is uh, he's number one in the NFL. So your argument. Hey! You'd rather see the, the Lions get their ass beat than the Packers get their ass beat? No, I'm not saying I was cheering. Well, I was cheering for the Packers. It gives the Packers a worse draft pick. Oh, Whose yeah. friend is okay. this? Uh, <laughs> You're a Vikings fan rooting for the Packers. I, <laughs> I thought they were a rival. I understand. I'm looking for something, Dan. Yeah, Come on. I don't know. I feel like all Vikings fans were rooting for the Packers that day. This Danny's yeah. a slippery one. Figure him out. But really? I'm about to prove that he is not the fan. I definitely know not all Vikings fans are rooting for the Packers at any point. <laughs> I want to know why. Hey, wait. I also want to know what UJ's got. UJ, hit him with it. What do you got? Yeah, we're going to prove, Danny, that you are not the fan you say you are. All right. Every true fan of their team knows their team's fight song and can sing it. So sing it for me. Oh God, I do not know it word for word. Oh, <laughs> not you, true fan day. Let's like give me your best effort. Do you know some like, of it? Are you just gonna go Vikings? Let's win this game. Go Vikings. Something, something. I don't know it. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh. lay bare, lay bare before your enemies. Well, lately the Unless, Vikings don't score enough touchdowns to sing the song. Yeah, honestly, so that's why they it's forgot. Like, yeah, they, they haven't <laughs> they forget, It's enough. like it's lore now. The song <laughs> in the good old days. All right. Well, 
Um, Bob, do you have any last yeah, questions? I, I, I don't know if you have any specific <laughs> questions to throw it out there. Uh, no, that's good. Yes, I'm, good I'm good. All right. Yeah, so, how's, how's the fishing in White Bear Lake? <laughs> Just curious oh, about yeah. that. Never been fishing in White Bear Lake. <laughs> well, you know, just take the prowler down there one day with your fishing you rod, you know, and drill a hole and, you know, catch some lunkers out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and by the way, Danny, it's with a flashlight. They, the catfish are attracted to the light at night, okay? It makes it like catching fish in a barrel. That's right. I'm done with them. <laughs> All right. So, There's Danny, before we wrap it up here, we need your prediction for the game. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, so do I go first with the player and then the score? Oh, yeah. You go with whatever you want. Uh, All right. Um, we just need your prediction for the game. I'm going to go DJ Wan. I'm going to have a big game. Mm. All right. He's going to get two sacks, and the Vikes wrong. are going to win 21 to 30. So wrong. Man, wow! Like you, you know, already been kind of delusional up sense. and down and around, but now now <laughs> you just completely proved, uh, you know, beyond the fact that, um, you know, you don't Are know the, the guys fight. Is the white coats coming for him right now? Is it his time to go back to the to his room? Yeah. Honestly, I at this point I thought he was going to pick the Lions. How crazy it's been! So like, honestly, like it's like um, yeah. it's at least it showed something. It's been an right. emotional way, season. Way to step up here, team. <laughs> it's been an emotional podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for hopping on. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. yeah thanks, Danny. Nice to meet you, thanks, fellas. Danny. You're a yeah. Well, you're it looks like you're barely going to escape with your life, Danny. But thank you so much for hopping on. And, you know, yeah. have a good Check out holiday. Campbell's post game speech when you're done there. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, all right. Thank you for Danny Dice for jumping on the podcast. Danny uh, Dice. <laughs> tells me he's never going to do that again. Danny Dice is like a... <laughs> Danny Dice, not related to Andrew he's Dice like Clay, which dice. isn't even the last, same last name. Not even spelled the same. Same middle uh, name. Nor does he know he who like that is. He's like a roll of the dice from moment to moment. Um, Yo, very, very, like <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for him entering yeah. the lion's den um you know yeah yeah you know oh yeah it is what it is when you get these opponent fans on uh they're delusional all of them only we yeah see the light um i think they got a mental issue of some sort. mental hospital let us keep calling these people and let them come out <laughs> yeah. on our podcast i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We went pretty hard on Danny. They might feel a little. Well, he deserved it. Now. Campbell, the dummy, you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Lions. Nonsense. I didn't expect that. Well, the Lions get into the game now a little bit about them. So they, they added a couple people to the injury list. Penai Sewell was a limited practice participant. And so was Levi and Muzirike. It was his knee, not his back, at least. Jason Kabinda is, name Penai, is back to practicing. He's, uh you know, in the that 21 day window. Um, where they have to assess if he can play um, by the end of the year. Lions obviously had a top rushing attack without him present. Um, so, uh, you know, if he comes back, great. If not, it, it's fine, in my opinion. I missed uh, that last one. Who'd you say is not available? Uh, Panay Sewell and Levi are both on the injury list. Uh, they're limited participants. Um, okay, and so is so Derek Barnes, um, which is not surprising because he kind of played through a shoulder injury. And then CJ Gardner Johnson and Cabinda are both uh, in the 21 day evaluation window. And we were told, I believe, there might be a chance CJ Gardner Johnson plays this week. Um, but either way, CJ Gardner Johnson is supposed to be a six month recovery. He's already back at practice in three months and medically cleared. Uh, it's just a matter of like maybe taking a couple yeah, hits. It's remarkable. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Hey, uh, yeah, what did, fun uh, fact Campbell oh, said wait. he was like one of the X Men, the way he heals. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I love it. It's awesome. It's so exciting to get him back. Um, hey, also, just fun fact about uh, Levi on Zurique to maybe bolster everyone's confidence in our playoff run. Levi was one of our top-rated defenders last week against Denver. 
he was like 73 percent whatever in their score like really high in pff one of our top five yeah PFF. yeah so we PFF, mentioned yeah. that on a podcast the other day or P- yeah. did we yes we did yeah, yeah. i guess the kool-aid uh inhibited my memory but i still think that's worth note because that's really exciting so what does he do after a performance like that he gets on the injured list no they're Damn just it. uh limited participation yeah i hope he's okay hopefully all these guys are good sewell's okay because i think we're gonna take this one man we're gonna take this division this week this is it i agree taking it oh, yeah. claim it we're gonna stick our little flag right in the middle of that stadium like right on the 50 yard line our lion's flag you know, stick it right in the freaking turf, you know. That would be yeah. awesome. I'm telling you, it's gonna be awesome. Put the Viking head mascot head on it, and then we'll a banner will fly in Lions Stadium and says "Playoffs made the playoffs in 2023." <laughs> 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 uh, what a great! Remember those banners? What a hilarious Bob? banner! Yeah. Oh my! Playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> Well, on the Vikings side, uh, Harrison Phillips, their D tackle, and Daniil Hunter and Byron Murphy all did not practice today. Um, those are three of their better defenders. Um, Hunter with an illness, so he might he'd probably be fine by be Sunday. Fine. Harrison Phillips with a back issue, and Byron Murphy with a hamstring. That's that's a little dicier. Um, and he's their top mm-hmm. cornerback. So, you know, they have some injuries as well. Um, but this will be a good matchup. Lions four point favorites. Lions, they can all play. The Lions are four point favorites um, traveling to Minnesota this week. And and like I said, Minnesota always plays us tough. We play them tough. Uh, it goes both ways. Um, but you know, this this is a Vikings team that's fighting for a playoff spot. They're going to give it everything they can. And obviously, we're trying to win a division, especially with two of the last three games being against the Vikings. Um, the Lions are going to be fully engaged this week, I believe. And it helps that, you know, the Vikings, it's turf indoors where golf plays better. I think that's helpful. But uh, let, let's jump into our last two segments on night. That is our prediction segments. And our first one is our roar of the week. That's where we pick the most impactful player of the game. Not necessarily the best stats or anything like that. Most impactful player. Singular. Singular, UJ. <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have. We don't get to pick twenty five percent of the roster. But I was right last week. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I think last week everyone was. right. We were all right. I said God, yeah. he had a great game. I think uh, yeah. everyone had it right. Right. Everyone was right last week. Yeah. Hey, JMO had his most reception. So okay, let's go around here. Let's do a roar of the week, and let's start with UJ. Okay. 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 Um, well, this game is. This is big. This is we can claim the division this week, and believe me, this team wants to do it. We don't want to fart around another week or two and whatever. No, they want to go in there and take it. And the guy that's going to lead in there is Jared Goff. Jared Ooh. Goff is going to have another just spectacular game, hitting multiple receivers, multiple mm-hmm. touchdown passes, at least three or four, and he's going to have a game of his life. And we are just going to take that division by the the gonads and we're just gonna <laughs> show it up there in front of the world and say we are the champions jared goff is gonna be the guy and he's gonna go in the locker room and you go hey hey bring it up guys bring it up uh a family on three one two three family <laughs> <laughs> there we go all right my prediction my, my, my roar of the week there you go there you go all right, all right. All right bob there you go all right yeah, I think uh, this uh, will be a, a good game for the Lions. Yeah, they're going to be fired up. They're going to want to claim this thing, take the throne right there against our division opponents right there in Minnesota, eh? Yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah, our, our Brainerd way there, right? Eh? No. No, they're in uh, <laughs> Minneapolis. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think my roar of the week, it's going to be a defensive character named... Aiden Hutchinson. I'm going with the big guy. He's the marquee guy, and I expect him to show up on the big stage, which a clinching game will be it. So Hutch is going to get a couple sacks, beat up on whatever rabble-rousing quarterback they got in there. Some brony. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Nick Mullen. So so I'm looking multiple sacks from Hutch and some big plays, hopefully a turnover too. So uh, Aiden Hutchinson, 
the pride of University of Michigan is my roar of the week. Ooh. How many sacks is he going to have? Yeah. Multiple sacks. Multiple sacks. Multiple sacks. Multiple sacks. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So, <laughs> Red Dog. Okay. Wow. Honestly. I feel like I, you guys went down my like mental checklist for who the who's who of <laughs> to be the roar this week. Love Goff, love Hutch, uh, but I just think this dude's about to continue his ascent to really put the league on recognition of who's the the new great running back in the league, and I think that's going to be Jameer Gibbs. I think he's going to put another hundred plus. Oh a significant chunk over a hundred on the ground this week with explosive plays. And I think he's going to really show up as a receiver for the first time in a more consistent with a few catches, not just one here and there. Uh, I think he's going to really go off for three touchdowns, two on the ground, one through the air wow. and over 200 yards of total offense. He's going to just tear this defense apart. He's your what? Oh, Jameer Gibbs is my roar of the week. Beautiful. Right. Beautiful. And do you guys know, uh, do you know how many yards rushing Montgomery has and how many yards rushing Jameer Gibbs have? Right Montgomery now? is like 800 something. Gibbs has seven something. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in the ballpark. 855 for Montgomery, 792 for Gibbs. And Gibbs has had yeah. 40 less carries than David Montgomery. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, there's a chance to both get a thousand this year. That would be, yeah. Wouldn't that be wild? That'd be, be truly. Gibbs wild. has the yeah. most explosives over twenty, I believe, or like. I believe your run. Uh, yeah. If that Keaton Mitchell on the Ravens had a little more carries throughout the year, he'd probably be up, surpassing Gibbs on like yards per carry and explosive runs. He just didn't have enough carries, but because he averaged like 9.7 okay, yards Z, per carry. Let's not uh take away from Gibbs. I know, I'm just saying. Uh, it, and now he's out for the year with a torn carries. ACL. It just sucks though watching him get hurt the other night cuz he's been really explosive too. And that was it. Sounds like someone owned him in fantasy. Right <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> That's what I tell you. I did right not. I did not have him. <laughs> well, I think it's more important that Gibbs is leading the league in yards per carry yeah, and explosives over 20. For players with over a hundred carries, that matter. See, the other one doesn't matter. I'm just kidding. All right, um, so let's go to our producer TJ. Who's your roar of the week? My roar of the week is Amadras. Amadras, eighth round. He's going to. Um, uh, uh-huh. I think he's going to light up oh, the um, uh, Vikings um, defensive backfield a little bit, and I think he's going to go for nine catches and a hundred and ten yards in the touchdown. Yeah. All so, right. Sounds just like I'm another Ross week. Brown is, a, is my roar <laughs> of the week. Beautiful. Nice. Love, Love it. it. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm going to go with a guy that's red hot right now on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, he is ascending. Ooh. And I like, I, I, I think the Vikings are have a lot of quick throws over the middle. And someone's going to have to lay the law down. Early, set the tone early. That man is Ify Melafanwu. I think he's going to continue to have uh, an ascension in this defense. Um, I think he's going to lay the law early on Justin Jefferson on a post route over the middle. Maybe he catches it, but he will remember the catch <laughs> um, and maybe have some short arms later in the game. But uh, I mean, with Jordan Addison, um, Justin Jefferson, th- this th- they have a Good wide receiver crew. It'll be a challenge for our secondary, no doubt. Um, and this is a fairly decent offensive line for the Vikings. I think they're a little underrated. Um, but nonetheless, I think if he's going to make be a big difference in this game for our defense with his physical traits, uh, that he seems to, you know, he seems to know where he needs to be in this defense a lot more than he has in past years. Uh, and I really like the way he's looked. But I think he's going to step up big time on the road in Minnesota. If you know my Roar of the week. Oh, right. I love I like it. it. Yeah, I like him. I do not believe Connor provided one, so we'll move on now to our prediction segment. Oh no, he did. He said Aaron Glenn will be the roar. Of the oh week. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Obvious MVP of the season. <laughs> All right, there you go. I missed that one. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. 
Um, all right. So <laughs> it looks like the Lions right now are three and a half point. Some some places four point favorites over under forty six and a half. This is a noon kickoff game on Christmas Eve. What better way to spend your Christmas Eve than watching a Lions victory? I'm sure there's a lot of uh, there's gonna be a lot of annoyed people <laughs> uh, outside of you know if they're not you know diehard NFL fans you know uh, uh, like watch the game but you gotta help do other stuff during the, the time where you gotta go somewhere but the Lions game's on. But, um yeah. <laughs> i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of that fun you know instances like that but anyways uh the lions hey z does it fine. does it count as your uh your christmas obligation you know in church if you'd watch the lions game you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. in church uh <laughs> yeah. i'll have to talk to god about that one but i, yeah. I think god i think god a lot <laughs> don't you consult you your, your local priest god god is a lions fan right yeah, of course he is. God would say, find alternate scheduling for your mass <laughs> <laughs> dispensation. Yeah. <laughs> say three. Well, this is why God moved the mass from three to four o'clock, so it'll be wrapped up by then. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's go around the horn with our predictions, and we'll start Ooh. with Bob. All right. Yeah, I like this one. I think the Lions got right last week with that Broncos game. And uh, they're feeling pretty confident. And I think that will continue. So I see a a uh, double-digit double win this week. They're going to come out. Big game for the defense. And uh, they'll probably get a, a score or uh, at least one touchdown and maybe a field goal for the Vikings. But the Lions offense is going to be methodical, moving the ball around, running, getting those thousand yard rushers for our team, uh, Monty and Gibbs doing it. And, uh, I'm seeing a 31 to 10 lions victory on the road. That is my prediction. Woohoo. Yeehaw. (laughs) I like it. it. All right. Yes. Excellent (laughs) prediction. Excellent prediction. We support that prediction on this podcast. Big fans. Let's go over to red dog. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Danny with his, you know, random sort of judo moves, mental judo moves was kind of getting me to, like, step up for the Vikings a little bit there. Uh, and I'll say, you know, when you've got a really good defense, it's it's hard to beat teams like that. And, you know, they can really hold anyone in check and, you know, keep the game close. That's not going to happen this week. The Lions are going to roll through this D like it ain't even there. Gibbs is going to go off. I'm with you. Monty's going off. Goff going off. It's going to be just it's very similar to what we just saw this last week. I think they're really going to put their stamp on the division title this week and just lock it down. I think the D is going to absolutely harass this guy who apparently was on our roster at some point. And uh, I think he's going to have a real bad day with Hutch in his lap a whole lot. And uh, I, I think all the guys, it's going to look a lot like last week, except better. I think they're just going to keep ramping up to the playoffs and just dominate and sort of like teabag the division this week. And uh, wow. And so to a tune of 48 <laughs> to three teabag in the, the division. All right. They do that. get a pitiful field goal at some point. Some interesting but, metaphors tonight, Red Dog. They're not there. What's a metaphor? (laughs) Wait, so what was the final score? Oh, uh, Detroit Lions 48 to 3 is my prediction. All right. Well, there you go. 48 to 3. We can all get behind that one. Um, And if it happens, fantastic. We love it. Uh, Let's show it over to you, Jay. Well, I got to qualify like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to kind of continue this trend here like Bob and Red Dog did. Uh, I think the Lions are going to come out and they, they're going to want to put their stamp on this division. Uh, they just want to, they don't want any questions or doubts. So when they come out here, they're going to, they're going to put the pedal to the metal. Now, it may be a struggle early on, sort of like last week. You know, we struggled for a little while because this team's feeling each other out, giving their best shots. But before long, when we get our feet under us, it's going to be a runaway baby and we're, we're going to just put the pedal to the metal and our, and our, our running backs are going to go have a field days. Uh, probably both get a hundred yards in this game. Goff's going to go off. Wow. 
at least two or three touchdown passes. Wow. I'm wow. predicting 42 to six. Whoa. Two, wow. Two, you- two lucky field goals, you know, that just hit the crossbar and get in, you know, <laughs> barely, you know, nice. but uh, yeah, Cam- uh, Campbell, Dan Campbell's going to be going for it on fourth down. Not at all, because we're not going to be in fourth down situations. <laughs> we're just going to be just dominating this game because Campbell wants to put a stamp on this division. This is the day to do it. It's in our, mm-hmm. it's ours to take, and he wants to take this. This doesn't want to leave any question or anything about this division. This is, these guys are going to be ready for this game, man. It's not, there, there's not going to be any doubt that they're going to be ready for this game. Sort of like that Packers game last year, right, where they, they didn't care if they were going to be in the playoffs or not. It didn't matter that they're, it's going to be the same sort of feeling, you know, except the score is going to be a lot bigger. So we're, we're, we're going to to play. We're going to crush these guys. This is the division. This is our Campbell putting his signature on this division this week, man. I'm telling you. So yeah, 40, what did I say? 42 to six. Yes. Yeah. Good. That's my, you've been, yeah. you've been hanging out with the red dog. I see you today. Well, yeah. You know, sounds like, that sounded a little bit like the Goonies speech. You know, this is our time, our time here. It's I know, time. you got me jacked up. <laughs> but I wanted anyway, to go play. Awesome. This is it, man. This is our time. There's, no doubt. Again, the Lions have never won the NFC North. This is the biggest week hey, of our uh, lives, too. AC, why is yeah. my score any less realistic than, than theirs? Huh? Why? What's this idea of real realistic, huh? I didn't say like, that. Anything's possible. I said you did. That's all I said. (laughs) Maybe it's realistic. I said if it was realistic, that'd be awesome. (laughs) I said that'd be fantastic, is the word I use exactly. It would be fantastic. And Red Dog, what did Connor say? 42 to nothing. Glenn pitches a shutout or something. (laughs) I think he did say that. Yeah, seven defensive touchdowns. All right, let's go to producer Kid J. What's your prediction? I think this is going to be a little bit of a lower scoring game than what you all are predicting. I think the the Lions are going to um, get a few touchdowns. I think I think the pressure, I think the blitzing is going to get a little bit to Jared Goff at the beginning, but I think the Lions are going to adjust and uh, and pull away in the second half. They're going to win uh, by a score of a uh, twenty-four to ten. Hmm. All right. Ooh. That's not that much different than my own prediction. Yeah, Yeah, I can ride with that. I I will be very happy with that. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. So I think this is going to be, I I think it's going to be tight for a while. Um, The Vikings always play us tough and vice versa. Um, These are always pretty competitive games. This is still a really good defense. Um, I think the Lions are going to need to get there. They might come out with an opening drive touchdown lines. uh, The way Brett or uh, Ben Johnson game plans usually pretty good at the beginning of games. Um, then it might be a little lull, but I think we get our bearings, especially in the second half. I think we have a great, I think we score a third quarter touchdown in this game. Like we did last week, uh, we continue that trend. And I, I have a 27 to 17 victory for the Lions here. Hmm. Um, All right. and that might be a late, late touchdown by the Vikings, but either way, I, I do think double digit victory. Uh, you know, we're not going to have to sweat it too much at the end to clinch a division. Uh, and then all the Lions fans stick around. I, I think there's gonna be, I'm gonna I'm gonna say ten to fourteen thousand Lions fans there. They're all gonna stick around after the game, and the Lions will go around saying high fives as they clinch the division. <laughs> like they're gonna be hosting their first playoff yeah, game at home in thirty plus years. So it'll be like like last last year at the Green Bay, but in Minnesota this time. Hey, what's the over yeah, in this better. game? What is the over? Do we all have it over on this? Score. Uh, not, not uh, Kid J. I, I, I think I have the under two. I think it's forty six and a half. So, all right. Um, did Connor send us a prediction? I don't, I, don't, I didn't see what I was like. But no, yeah, you didn't hear Bob. We'll have to go to the one we made up for. I have uh, I have the over under <laughs> yeah, is forty seven, right. with the Lions um, okay yeah, favored by three. Ooh. So yet right. again. Just, oh no. We have all predicted a Lions. Oh, we got it. Victory! Wow! Right. Yeah. yeah, let's go. So, Get the guys. there was one other thing. One other small tie I want to talk about right at the end here is uh, is the uh, Lions raising the ticket prices 
astronomically mm. in a lot of senses. Uh, what a weird time, I just want to say, to do this, right? It's like all the momentum is and, and optimism at its highest point. It seems like they wanted to drop it then. Like everybody's happy. So, <laughs> like, yeah. like they'll well, maybe disregard it nice to a degree. Uh, I just think it's really odd. The Lions have been good about not raising prices for a while because play wasn't good. But, like, everybody, and everybody can understand raising it to a degree, like with inflation and things of that nature. But, like, <laughs> they just blew any sort of, like, you know, incremental raise out the window and just said, in right. some cases, Dave Burkett's like 145%. Uh, Bob, I know you're a season ticket holder. I, I don't know what if you know your percent. Yeah, I, think, I think we have 52. percent I think we figured. Yeah, out. it's Something ridiculous. Like yeah, uh, it's crazy. Oof. Yeah, it's absurd. <laughs> well, the way to read this, y'all, is that the Lions are so confident that they're going to roll through the rest of the season, lock up that first, you know, or second seed, get a home game, and win at least three playoff games. That so that means the conference. That's why they're so confident. It's, well, yeah, success is the best painkiller. Still doesn't make it. Uh, enjoyable for fans. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we, you'll, you'll probably support this team for years. The they could have, uh, you know, taken a little softer approach. And uh, yeah, I agree. They, usually, every year when we get the renewal thing, you know, there's a little letter from Rod Wood, you know, saying, "Oh, the, we're one of the most reasonably priced tickets in the league," and all this stuff, and we're keeping our prices low. And now there was no letter this year; it's just a bill, you know. Yeah, that was really bizarre too. The <laughs> yeah, no communication. The, the, they they yeah, dropped yeah. the ball on the communication of the raise too. Like there was no warning. Even it's just like here you go. So oh, that's, that's pretty bad. Little luster off the uh, administration there with this one, the way they handled it. So this is the yeah, first. This agree. is the first time this year that they, I believe, they Lions sold out all their season tickets uh, for a season in Ford since Ford Field's been around. And then second is that there's now nine thousand plus people on the waiting list for season tickets. So. That maybe that's a reason. Not that it's a good reason. I'm just saying that's a reason. So they they're pretty confident they can sell these tickets regardless of the prices. Um, yeah. The only hope is that with they raise yeah. prices like this, that they actually like use that. the money like for championships, like getting extra players or bringing in a coach, etc. <laughs> or they're just making up for lost revenue during COVID. Maybe improve the stadium a little bit too. Well, like I don't. It sounds yeah. like it doesn't really have any. It just like. Do it in a reasonable way and communicate with your yeah. fans. Communication like, was horrible. This was horrible. You be careful uh, pissing off the people that support you on your way to the top. If you know you think you just because you've reached a certain line or something. I'm not saying that's what's happened. I hope it's not what's happened, yeah. but it sounds like they really dropped the ball on this. Well, it really sucks for a lot of people that were doing it for a lot of years, and then now they're getting priced out because they pushed All them right. over the edge. Exactly. Like, be careful who you discard on your way to the top. I mean, you know, for them, they can charge more or whatever, but it's a big investment for a lot of people. And it's like, yeah, it's a big thing for them to have their Lions tickets. So, yeah, yeah. it's it's not. I don't know. Yeah, it's only eight times a year or nine times if they, you know, don't get an international game and have an extra home game. But yeah, no one's Sheila. She'll probably make it up to you. You'll probably be pricing out some people that have been season ticket holders for a long time, which sucks. Yeah, that's a shame. That is a shame. Yeah, and then with higher ticket prices, usually, uh, you know, businesses are ones that buy up those tickets or, like, you know, people yeah, that are not necessarily, thing. like, the diehard Lions fans that, you know, make yeah. that make it loud in there and make it tough on the opposing teams coming in. success, huh? Yeah. I suppose. Uh, yeah. I suppose. I mean, though, there are some decisions in there. You don't necessarily have to, you know, you can grandfather in season ticket holders. That's not... You know, that's a choice to price them out, isn't it? True. It is. Yeah. It is a choice. Well. So I hope they uh, I hope they find a way to remedy this. It sounds like a, their first big misstep. As an I still don't think they've communicated anything. This story's been going around for like three, four days a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah, strange. Silent. Silent is the grave. Yeah. So let's wrap up this podcast now. So we uh, all our predictions, Lions prediction, victory, first NFC North championship. Um, but before we wrap up the podcast, I just want to thank our uh, producer, first and foremost, KJ. 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 All right. <laughs> Thanks to our producer, KJ, for crushing it every week on the podcast. Always. Thank you to SidelineReport.com for supporting the podcast. Um. Spotify, Apple, regular podcast. Please download, uh, please subscribe, and please leave a review on there. We greatly appreciate that. Instagram at drinking the blue Kool Aid, Twitter slash X at drinking lions. Um, or send us 
any correspondence, uh, message, voicemail, etc. Um, drinking the blue Kool Aid at gmail.com. Um, also, Christmas YouTube Christmas for any of our live streams after the game. We will definitely not have one after Christmas Eve. I do not believe uh, and then next day is Christmas Day. So we'll probably record on the 26th, I imagine, and release our reaction on the 27th. Uh, even though this is our first division, maybe we all step out of our Christmas dinner to record. <laughs> I don't think that would go over to <laughs> Um Anyways, um, especially, you know, a late Christmas Eve one after the drinks have been flowing would be interesting. <laughs> Just throw it out there. Anyway, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, I think we can make one concession for the birth of Christ. Okay, <laughs> yeah. like, good lord. Fair Maybe we just have a webcam of us watching the game. You know that we can just for the fans. <laughs> yeah. Just our homes during the <laughs> with the hand in the top of the pants. You know, with the... Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, if we do if we do have any live streams in the future, they can be found on YouTube at DTBK. Or if you just type in Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid on YouTube, uh, you'll find us on there. Subscribe to that channel. Stay alert when we have a new yeah. video on there. Go check out our old you know material. See if our some of our takes have held up over time. Um, yeah. Like any of the nine times that Connor's called for Aaron Glenn's head. <laughs> yeah, way better. Um, all right, so let's wrap this up. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you to Danny Dice for entering lines then tonight. Um, and just thank you to everybody for sticking with us throughout this whole season. It's been a rewarding season, especially when the Lions clinch the NFC North this weekend and then start mm-hmm. going for that two seed. Uh, the remaining. Can play. I just say something? The like sure it, we couldn't just a vision like honestly it's like all bets are off like Super Bowl of course but like that is mission accomplished on the season getting the division like this is how big this is to me like I think the division can't be understated like we gotta clinch the division and win it for the first so your time mission's ever. not That's the Super mission Bowl mission one it's the division no and it's not the team's mission either the mission one oh, is division you know then you shift your sights once mission you get past one. that but mission one is take this fucking division and take it hard. All right. <laughs> hard. All right. So I like it. Yeah. Win the division for sure. Get that home game. Uh, so, and then go for the two seed. So let's wrap this up. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate you. We'll be back sometime next week, most likely dropping the episode on Tuesday, um, reacting to a Lions victory in an FC North championship, and then, then getting ready for our Super Bowl run. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave rock, rock, rock! Win the game with honor, you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.